to Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we get into it, we want to ask you, our faithful listener, to follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. And we also uh, want to beg for you to give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Uh, that would be great. Um, and please tell your friends uh, about our show to subscribe. At a minimum, subscribe. You know, and turning on auto-download, too. So, you know, there's that. That would be great. Um, but, yeah, you know, just tell everyone. Anyway, today we're here to continue our discussion, our rewind, as you will, of uh, Season 2 of Daredevil. So this is Episode 2, Dogs in a Gunfight, which originally premiered on March 18th of 2016. And here is a quick, though not super short, like any IMDb summary of this episode. Foggy finds Matt unconscious on the roof after the previous night's fight. After so much head trauma, Matt goes temporarily deaf. He later gets better and goes to Melvin Potter to get his helmet repaired. Karen and Foggy try to get Grotto into witness protection, but the district attorney will only help if he wears a wire to meet another mob boss. This is actually a setup by the DA to lure the newly named Punisher into a trap. This works, but the plan goes awry when Daredevil arrives to fight him. Punisher wins the se- this second fight and seems to have dragged Matt away. Alright, I didn't look at the time. How'd I do? <laughs> um, I did not pay attention. Thanks, buddy. Um, I, I think you're good. I didn't know I was supposed to time you. Uh, well, next time I'll pull out a stopwatch and yell time. Okay. Um, I'll also Thank yell you. ten seconds to let you know. Yeah, I can't wait till we get to our two hundredth episode and we just get really drunk again and do another narration. That was fun. <laughs> really? You can't wait? I totally can't. <laughs> uh, 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 I still refer to that episode as the mistake. <laughs> the wonderful mistake. I thought it was fun. At the time, afterwards, not so much. Yeah, it's it's weird. Like I know how much I can drink, and I drank way less for that. And for some reason, I was just really messed up. I don't know why. <laughs> but yeah, it would definitely was fun to to do that. Um, and yeah, hey, you know what? Maybe we'll do this when we get to our one fiftieth, which was a couple yeah. weeks ago. Oh, so, we missed it. Oh, yeah, we'll dang. see what happens. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> well, next yep. year, good old twenty twenty one. Alright, are you ready for some fast facts? Yes, I am. On your left. Uh Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Nothing goes over my head. My reflexes are too fast. I would catch it. You didn't see that coming? I'll let you go first, because last time you went first anyway. So you'll go first again. (laughs) Alright. Um... So this isn't, uh, yeah, I wasn't sure where to put this, but it is a connection-ish kind of mm-hmm. thing to the larger MCU. Um, but this is a disconnection from the MCU. Yeah. Uh, so Karen was talking, I forget who she was talking to, uh, I think it was Foggy, about uh, maybe the Punisher is around because of people like the Daredevil. Um, and then she doesn't mention anyone else with powers. <laughs> uh, like, that would have been a, an easy time. Like, just, just describe, uh, like, maybe he's around because people like the Daredevil. Or like... That guy who swings around from building to building, which, okay, no one knows about yet, but fine, someone else, right? Literally any other character would have been cool. Or even, like, even mention Jessica Jones, who's in this same corner of the universe. Yeah, exactly. And, hell, Jessica Jones is... Or that bulletproof guy. Or the guy with the glowy fists, like, Easter eggs for something that's coming up. 
Exactly. Yeah. Um, that would have been all cool, right? But no, she she just stops there with Daredevil. Like, and I get it, because she's has met Daredevil before, right? A couple of mm-hmm. times. Um, so mm-hmm. I guess he's kind of the the local hero to her, or local vigilante to her. But uh, yeah. Eh, yeah, friendly neighborhood Daredevil. That's right. Um, yeah, so that's it. I just wanted to like, like uh, it was it was such a a good spot to mention more easter egg type of stuff or other larger yeah. mcu but yeah yeah there's actually taking that's taking a note from my laser section but also i'd like to see people dressed up as like fake daredevil costumes like how in the dark knight there were <laughs> fake batman <laughs> all right tony four minutes 40 seconds uh or 35 seconds um <laughs> that's how long it took us to talk about batman yep all right that happens Yep, just with Daredevil, right. but yeah, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> All right, my first fast fact. Uh, they say this hospital that was attacked is Metro General, which is the same hospital that Claire's working in, and um, and Jessica Jones kind of infiltrated. So another connection. All right, cool. Uh, yeah, so even though we the... know there are like 47 hospitals in um, <laughs> Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> Uh, you know, we we looked up last week how uh, how big Hell's Kitchen is. I'm actually curious if there is more than one hospital. Yeah, I mean, I, this might be all the hospitals that they would take someone to if they got injured in Hell's Kitchen. Yeah, that's true. It, it might just be, and, and it would make sense. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, do you have another fact? I don't know how many you have. No, I just had the one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now we've got uh, D. A. Reyes, played by Michelle Hurd. Um, I like to get my nerdy connections. If you've, if anyone's been watching the new show Picard, she's a major character in that. Oh, cool! No so spoilers plays... though, because um, yeah, some of us haven't watched it yet, but plan on it. Yes. Well, yeah, she's she's one of Picard's crew, but I won't get any more than that. All right, sounds good. <laughs> and then, um, when they reveal Punisher's name, um, Foggy guesses his code name as Killdozer. <laughs> now there have been two Marvel characters named Killdozer. Oh, one was in Mar one issue, or both of these have been in one issue, back in July of nineteen ninety in Marvel Superheroes Volume Two Number Two. He was a guy who reverse engineered Iron Man's armor, so I don't know why he chose the name Killdozer, but he did. He made his own armor. You know, when when you started with the reverse engineer and his name being Killdozer, I thought you were going to go with, he reverse engineered the DNA of a bulldozer and became a bulldozer person. But, well, but I like Al, where you went instead. That that seems better. Well, Al, the other one is a murderous bulldozer. <laughs> He's a bulldozer named Killdozer in comic called Worlds Unknown in April of 1976 who's a bulldozer that got possessed by an alien and just tried to kill people. Um, there's also, based on this comic, a movie called Killdozer. What? <laughs> yes. Was this like a straight-to-DVD Well, it was in the 90s like, or? late 70s or early 80s TV movie, Killdozer. Okay. Um... There's a YouTuber I watch named Movie Bob. He reviews movies and he does like video essays and stuff like that. Okay. But but every Halloween, every October, 
all his videos are it's called Schlocktober, and he makes videos about really terrible um, horror movies, which is always entertaining. And this, I think this last year he did an episode about Killdozer. <laughs> I had no idea it was based on a Marvel comic. Looking it up, I was like, holy crap, because it said it was adapted into a movie in that, like 78. <laughs> oh. It's uh, the clips he shows. I Everyone look up Movie Bob's Killdozer. It looks wonderfully bad. <laughs> Delightfully bad. All right. So this was uh, adapted from a comic book, and they just didn't give a crap about the, the comic book storyline, I assume. Right? One of those? No, it was like um, the Tales of Mystery before Thor got in were just a bunch of random stories. Oh, okay. Yeah, so and like like detective comics and action comics before Batman and Superman were just these random stories, and then okay. they became Superman and Thor and Batman stories when they became like super popular, um, comics off of that. So it was just like, uh, Worlds Unknown was just this, uh, random, uh, stories that they would throw out. And gotcha. Got okay. So. Yep. Yeah. Any other uh, fast facts? Nope. I mean, Killdozer was like the crescendo of my fast facts for this episode. <laughs> well, so I, I guess we I can move on. Why? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, moving on to uh, our discussion of our hero. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. A for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupy stalker type. But... I choose to run toward my problems and not away from them. That's what. Because that's what heroes do. So, like, the big thing that happens is Matt loses his hearing. <laughs> yeah, and, and that is not a good day for him, I guess. No. Yeah. Because he'll have to go around sniffing and licking everything. <laughs> Do you no, think I'm, those other powers like went down to normal? See, like what a normal. I hope would not. Feel? Oh, okay. That would be terrible. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do remember watching this for the first time. Really worried about him. Like I knew he wouldn't be like deaf forever because there's still eleven more episodes in this season. Mm-hmm. But that's like just a really terrifying moment for him because if he's deaf, he is. He's really screwed. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, at on the bright side, and, he's at yeah. home, so he's got that. Um, yeah, but on the other downside, he's sitting right next to a bunch of broken glass because he just dropped that glass. But he can feel it. <laughs> Damn, do you really want to feel broken glass? Yeah, no, <laughs> that's that's never fun to cut yourself on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, really, this is that's the only section because I was going to talk about the copycats, but you took that up for the fast facts. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, this is the only real Daredevil thing because he's kind of in the backseat because of all this stuff happening through this episode. Yeah. Okay. Um. So yeah, I mean, his powers stuff I kind of had in the later section with the powers, but I'll bring that up a little bit more now. So he loses his hearing, and you know, I guess he actually. Now that I'm thinking about it. Um, when he dropped that glass, he wasn't able to grab it in time. So I wonder if it wasn't just his hearing that messed up. Maybe it was like other other senses stuff about feeling. Ah, never mind. I guess it was. 
it is probably all his hearing. His echo yeah, because stuff. you can hear yeah. it going through the air and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. So he like his hearing comes back when Karen shows up and she's knocking on the door, um, and he like he hears it and then he like has to snap to to realize okay he can actually hear things again. Mm-hmm. Um, did his hearing come back like right at that moment? Um, and I'm wondering, did it, was that just his normal hearing that came back, or was it like patterned hearing or something? Because you know it was all over the place during that time. Yeah. So. I mean, they don't say, but I figure it started coming back incrementally, and maybe he was at normal hearing, and then later, like when he's jumping and stuff, he goes to super hearing again. All right, it makes sense. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll take it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, at least it wasn't something stupid like. He was debating not being a superhero anymore, and when that happened, he started losing his powers. So at least it yeah. wasn't that. Yeah, that's true. That would be silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I'm I'm done with that. Yeah, I'm good to go on. Yeah. All right. And to the next much bigger villain section. Villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Kneel before me. I said. Yep. Since Castle is still considered a villain, I think. Although, there are some things to show that he's not such a terrible guy. Uh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no, I, I mean, I was just going to say, like, yeah, I mean, I'm going with your definition from last week. Like, he's still the antagonist. He's still the reason for the hero of the story to do stuff, I guess. So, um, so I, I guess he at least still works here in, in this section, this, this area. Um, yeah. yeah, but uh, I, since we actually see him in this episode, like doing stuff, we are starting to get a little bit of his motivation. Not really, mm-hmm. but we're we're kind of seeing his his uh, abilities, right? Like when he goes and he buys the uh, the police scanner, uh, he also knows that the guy selling it to him has that shotgun. And he's smart enough to grab the tape, right? So it's it's his uh, trying to go with it or trying to not leave a trace. Also trying to yeah. not die. Um, yeah. And then he does the good guy thing of, you know, getting rid of that shop owner for yes. uh, other things that the guy is doing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think you and I, we both agree, we should not talk about what the guy offers him because mm-hmm. it's terrible, it's terrible, it's terrible. Uh-huh. Guys buying weapons off of you. What's... To say that he's interested in this terrible stuff, <laughs> that seems like a leap in logic, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I, that's what happens when you get greedy. You just try to start selling things and hoping that it works out. It did not work out for him. No, it did not work out for him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this, this is the scene I thought was in episode one. I thought this was, like, in my memory, this was the first time we saw the Punisher, which obviously oh, okay. was wrong. Hmm. but this is the first time I liked the Punisher in this. Like, yeah, he's cool, but it's like, yes, this guy deserves to die. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and, and this is one of those things, like when, when we were talking about uh, The Punisher last week, um, you know, when I mentioned the stuff about, you know, sometimes the the villains were like interesting and in the comics, and that was the thing that kind of kept me in. There were also some times where those villains were just horrible, horrible people. Mm-hmm. And knowing what was coming at the end, when The Punisher finally gets to them, that was also kind of a nice thing to keep reading through. Oh, yeah. I mean, the sense of catharsis mm-hmm. of these guys deserve it. Sometimes oh, yeah. people deserve to die. This guy deserved to die. Yeah. Um. How much did was the the police radio? Like I want to say yeah. I want to say he he said it was a grand. So I yeah, feel like that's really dollars. cheap. That's, yeah. I really don't. I don't have a frame of reference, but I feel mm-hmm. like stealing a uh whatever a secure radio from a police car is worth more than a thousand dollars. Like the work and the um yeah the risk. Yeah, my my only thing uh, like that I could like conceivably think of to lower the price is he doesn't have a lot of people coming in asking for that, and he just wants to get rid of it. That's all I can think of. Possibly, yeah. I mean, you get raided by the police. Well, he's going to go jail anyway because of other stuff that we know he has. Uh huh. Yeah. But um, that's that might be a different. That's just a part he doesn't need added on. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's all I can think of. And considering that he probably got it from a junkie who just went in there to, you know, sell things, he probably got it for fairly cheap. So he's, I'm sure he's still making a profit on it. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, yeah, so um, another thing, a plus side in Castle's side, mm-hmm. is when Daredevil finds his hideout, uh, he saved the dog from the Irish people. Yeah, and bandaged him up and everything. Yeah. I guess, I because I'm not a big reader, like we said last week, not a big reader of Punisher comics, but I guess famously he saved a dog in one of his comics and had yeah. it with him for a while. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm sure he's had it. I'm sure it's happened multiple times, honestly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there, there, there was a while where he had a dog. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm assuming it's happened multiple times. I only know of one. Once. <laughs> one instance. But yeah. Yeah. Um, before we move on to another character, is there anything else you want to talk about with, uh, Frank? Uh, no, uh, that's it, really. I mean, just the the stuff about this episode really kind of showing us who the Punisher is and his one-track mind, and that's all he does. Like, and actually, kind of going back to in his apartment, um, we see that he just stays there and he doesn't do much unless he's going out to do punisher activities right Punishing. yeah exactly um because like even when they were inside like he had all those like cans of food he just like he just eats the cans of food just for the sake of getting the calories to keep going yeah, i guess the fuel um, yeah exactly he just opens it eats from there and that's it and everything else all of his energy is towards this other thing. So he's very one-track-minded. I mean, I'm surprised he doesn't have, like, pictures of his family, at least. Yeah, I, that's, that's probably maybe close to the chat. Like, he has pictures on him. Yeah. Uh, maybe they're just not out. Because in case someone finds him, which eventually yeah. would happen, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, if he, yeah, if he has to abandon his hideout, he doesn't want to leave the pictures there. Yeah, that's true. Because okay. he only has so many. Yep, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Alright, I threw D.A. Reyes in our villain section. 
Oh, um, I did not think about that, but yeah, she definitely yeah. is. Yeah, she is. Um, she's very no nonsense. Very what you expect from a DA, but also she gets um she uses Grotto as bait, <laughs> which is not very <laughs> upstanding. Yeah, uh, and doesn't even tell him about that. Yeah. Like, well, he wouldn't agree to it anyway. I get why he didn't. She didn't tell him. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So I, I'm really curious. Like, was the immunity agreement, like, or the plea deal, or whatever, was that so loosely worded that this was still viable as part of it? Like. Well, he's just doing this to get the DA support. Because remember, Foggy said that the DA doesn't even have authority to with witness protection. I guess that's oh. federal. Oh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's a good point. All right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, she's just a bad person. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I get it. The ends just find the means, much like the Punisher. Mm-hmm. Um, where yeah, maybe risk this scumbag's life but take out this guy who's killed maybe dozens of people so far yeah she's definitely doing the the calculation of yeah one guy and even in her mind like the one guy is probably going to be fine because we see like he goes out there and that cop immediately like pulls him into the the crate and the shipping container and then tells him here put this uh, bulletproof vest on and so Mm. I mean, in her mind, she's keeping him safe. She just needed him to be bait for a minute. Yeah. I I wonder... No. This is a stupid question. My my thought went to, I wonder the legality of this. It's 100% not legal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure if he wanted to sue or something, he'd have a, he'd have a good case. Yeah, there's no way in the real world this is even slightly legal. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he'd probably lose out on that uh, plea deal. So. Oh, that's definitely true. That's definitely hmm. true. Yeah. yeah. Although if they take out the Punisher, maybe he'll he doesn't need to go witness protection, but he'll still go to prison. Hmm. Yeah, because they have him right there. Yep. Yeah. Well, until he escapes. <laughs> true. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm ready to move on. Unless you have any other villains that I forgot about. Nope, that, that's that's all for me. You have right. uh, considerably more detailed notes than I do. Yeah. <laughs> well then, uh, as we move on to Foggy and Karen and anyone else, any other supporting characters. Guy in the chair. Don't do anything stupid until I get back. How can I? Taking all the stupid with you. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Um, I'll let you start this off. All right, so I'll just uh, take all your notes. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with Foggy. Um, so there's kind of two things uh, that I, I wanted to bring up with uh, uh, with Foggy. So the first one is he is really pissed off at Matt in this episode. Um, yeah, because you know the, the episode starts out and he goes on the hunt to find him and he finds him passed out on a random building rooftop. Um, can, so he, can I like, ask you a question? Yeah. How did Foggy get him back to the apartment without anyone seeing him? I had that question too. So when Foggy is yelling at Matt back in Matt's apartment, he he says, "Any idea what would happen if someone caught us walking home with you wearing that thing?" Like, how, I, what? How, 
Foggy has some superpowers that I just we did not get into. <laughs> yeah. So, does Foggy have like a rooftop key to get into his building? I feel like we heard about that last season. There was something, right? There was like a different... I think he did. Okay. So did they just go across rooftops? There's no way that they could get yeah. that close. No. There's no way they would coincidentally be on Matt's rooftop. rooftop. That would right. be really weird. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think there's a way Foggy could have brought... Even, even if he wasn't carrying an unconscious man, I don't think he, he has the ability to go <laughs> rooftop to rooftop. I, I'm assuming Matt was walking enough. Like, he, he wasn't unconscious at the time. But the Maybe. only thing I can think of is he took the helmet or the, the mask, the cowl. He took the cowl off of mm-hmm. uh, Daredevil, off Matt. And he put his uh, his suit jacket around Matt. So at that point, he's just wearing really weird pants. <laughs> yeah. So Tactical I guess the, pants. Yeah, there you go. You could get away with that. I don't Maybe know in New York, a lot of weird things happen in New York. That's true. Yeah, and yeah. it was like okay. I don't know what time in the morning, six, seven a.m. I'm just making up, but really, yeah, yeah. Mm. Okay, I I'll I'll buy that. I feel like it's a stretch. Oh, same. But for for the sake of the show, both Daredevil and our show, so it doesn't break, I'll yeah. I'll believe it. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. Anyway, what were you saying before I interrupted you with that question? No, no, no. That, um, I mean, that was basically kind of it. Like, Foggy is just really angry that, you know, Matt's doing this. And he. it's interesting because last week, um, you know, Foggy was saying that he's telling Karen the, that Matt has a drinking problem. And that's the cover. Um, but he's he's kind of going through a lot of the problems of someone who has a problem in general. It's not drinking, but mm-hmm. it's it's still an addiction to something that's clearly bad for him yes. also to be fair good for the community you know for the most part um but uh he it's... just cares too much yeah uh but uh but yeah i mean th- this is something that's you know he almost died already and later in this episode he just goes right out and does it again <laughs> so there's that yeah mm-hmm. so yeah we should talk about that last time maybe we should talk about how he he just keeps on going, even though he he definitely has some severe brain damage. Oh yeah, he he has to. I mean that that cowl or is that what it's called a cowl? Like yeah, I've only I ever mean, heard that phrase for Batman. For Batman, yeah. yeah. But I guess it's the cowl. This okay. is Batman Marvel edition. <laughs> so the uh, yeah, so the the I mean, there's no way that that cowl is more protective than a football helmet and we all know how that's going right now in the news so honestly it is more protect well i don't know i don't think football helmets are bulletproof (laughs) and this one he took a bullet almost point blank and didn't kill him uh well i mean the thing uh what's the guy's name melvin potter Yes. Um, so when he was looking at it, he made it seem like it was it scraped on purpose. Like it wasn't a direct shot; it was like kind of up, so mm-hmm. it like scraped along the side of it. I was yeah. I didn't think that it was a direct bullet shot. I'm actually looking up our football helmets bulletproof. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure 
they're not. I, I assume they have a lot of cushion. Um, and yeah. that would be like the, the big thing for the big protective part for like the, the concussion part of uh, you know, being hit that force. Well, to be fair, according to um, Google or Hardhead Veterans blog, there are no such things as bulletproof helmets. There's well, okay. like bullet resistant helmets, which I guess this would be. All right, yeah. yeah. Which makes sense considering that Belvin Potter said that, yeah, uh, you know, a, a fraction of an inch to the left or the right, and you'd be dead. Yeah. Well, I was going to bring this up when we talk about powers. But I feel like uh, powers and abilities, but this is a really good example of Punisher's ability of to know exactly where to shoot him to not make it fatal, like a warning shot. Yeah. Like he's and he's a really good shot. That's definitely mm-hmm. one of his things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, not good enough to hit Karen as she's driving or <laughs> as she's driving <laughs> away, but still, pretty good shot. Uh, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. I mean, nobody's perfect. No. So back to uh, Mister Foggy Nelson, Esquire. Mm-hmm. Um. So that that was it. Like he he's angry. He's looking out for his friend. All that stuff. Uh, and the other yeah. thing, I, I really wanted to give him points for uh, standing up to the DA. That was my note, my other note about him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would like to, if we had a separate section called, like, Star of the Episode, I would give it to Foggy just for that that scene. Yeah. Well, we don't, so don't give it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no one gets it. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, yeah so- I mean... No, go ahead. This is his, um, like when we talked about Karen last episode, where she was probably the star, um, telling, thinking of the lie on the spot and telling Grotto to sit down and shut up and don't try to run away or do anything stupid. This was his moment of schooling the DA. Yeah, and it also shows us, like, he is really good at his job. Like, he's he's good at lawyering. Yeah. I mean, he... He graduated with not not summa cum laude, but cum laude, because Matt got summa cum laude. Because mm-hmm. you know, in Marvel, you gotta be the best. You can't just be average. Yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, normally we're comparing Foggy to Matt because we see Matt. We see him mm-hmm. like do speech stuff uh, immediately, and he's really good at it. But yeah, we never really see Foggy. So I mean, Matt could be the best lawyer ever if he just focused on lawyering. Oh yeah. yeah, that would also be really good for the community. But he also mm-hmm. has to um, get frequent concussions. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He would also, yeah, he'd be a better lawyer if he didn't have brain damage. Definitely. Yeah. Um, I do have a little bit about um, Karen. Same here. Where... But go for it. Oh, okay. I was going to say, um, she's got. She deserves that she might, she th- feels like she might deserve to be punished. I put punished capitalized <laughs> uh, for uh, what she did to um, Wesley and anything else in her past that we're not talking about. Yeah, I had the exact same note. Like, she's worried she has this, like, bad aura or juju around her. Like, she's attracting it to her because of that. Yeah, and she kind of <laughs> is. <laughs> I mean, it's not supernatural or luck or anything, but bad things do happen around her. <laughs> yeah, that is unfortunate. And then we, we kind of get a little bit in season three of a bit more of her backstory. So, like, this mm-hmm. isn't completely new, 
it's mostly new, but there, there's a little yeah. bit of stuff in her history. So, yeah. you know, just kind of knowing that. you watch her that, entire history, yeah. if you watch the Karen Page show, she is, just has the worst luck. And she makes some pretty, she makes really good decisions, but she also can make really bad decisions. That's true. She, um, she's right up there with Claire Danes on who has the worst luck in the MCU. Claire Danes? Dane? Oh, wait, what's Claire's last name? <laughs> Claire, um... The the nurse, right? Yeah, no, it's not. Claire Danes is an actress. Oh, damn. Well, <laughs> well who's Claire Danes? <laughs> I, I have to look her up now. <laughs> oh, God, uh, that's not at all who I was thinking. <laughs> wait, what's... <laughs> What, what, what's the character's Claire's last name? Um, hold yeah, on. Who's Claire Danes been in? Now I have to look, look this up. Uh, Claire Temple? Temple. Ah, yeah. There we go. All right. <laughs> what's Claire Danes been in? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm trying to look that up. God, I should have gone to IMDb. I'm going to do that instead. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see. <sighs> I'm like, Claire Danes? Uh, yeah. Whoops. Uh, let's see. She has been in... Uh, okay, I don't know how I ended up on this. I know she was uh in Romeo and Juliet, uh, the Leo DiCaprio one as Juliet. Uh, yes, she was in Homeland, which um, I've never really watched. All right, I've never seen an episode. Good. She was like yeah. the main character in that. It looks like, or one of the main characters. Um, oh, she was in Less Miserables. She played oh. Cosette. Cosette in like the old one though, right? Um, nineteen ninety. Yeah. Oh, wait, where was it? Um, because Cosette yeah, 1998, was... Yep. Okay, because was played by Dakota Fanning. I love Les Mis. I'm not a musical <laughs> guy. Les Mis, I love. I don't know why. <laughs> okay, you know, I've been liking some musicals recently. Maybe I'll actually watch Les Mis. Oh, um, they're releasing uh Hamilton in theaters next year. They just announced. Ooh, I might go yeah. watch that. All right. Yes, I will. Oh, I love him. okay. Here we go. She was in Terminator Three: Rise of the Machines. She played Kate Brewster. The, oh, um, yeah. okay. The the <laughs> love interest character to um, yeah yeah to uh, uh, what's his name John Connor. All right. Yeah, like the second general or whatever. Yeah, his there you future go. wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So glad, right. so glad they brought her up in all the future ones. Hey, she was in um, Terminator Four. The character, not the actress. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, at least a little bit of continuity. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, because he turned into Christian Bale. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, well, that's the curse of John Connor. It's never John Connor twice. He was John Connor twice in Terminator 2 and Terminator Dark Fate because he got killed. CG version of him. Spoiler <laughs> alert? <laughs> I still haven't seen that movie, so thanks. Yeah, I mean, it happened in like the first scene. Yeah, I, I I figured there's a reason why he wasn't in any of the trailers. So I assumed yeah. it was something stupid like that or whatever. I mean, maybe not stupid. Like, I'm sure I'll I'll enjoy the hell out of that movie when I finally get to watch it. Was it was good. I wish that's, it made more money. Ah, damn. I, that's what I heard. It was really good. I just really, like, need to sit down and watch it. It's just one of those time things. Like, ah. Well, I guess all Terminator is a time thing with time travel. Yeah, anyway, of those movies. Yeah. All right. Uh, where, where are we? What were we talking about? <laughs> I I'm ready. I'm done talking about our people in the chair, the supporting cast. <laughs> all right. Same here. Uh, so we can move on to our next section. But first, we have a word from our sponsor. 
Welcome to Baskin Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so start graving hazelnuts. Not bad. For your consideration, the Jerry. Um, so not everyone, but some people believe in juju, you know, like auras and stuff. Uh, Tony, mm-hmm. do you believe in that stuff? I, t- I tend not to, but it, I have seen evidence for it. So I may be swaying. <laughs> oh, really? I, I thought you would have said no. Um, well, if you've ever had any questions, though, about your juju, you can concert our sponsors, Juju Verdict, Inc., All you have to do is call their $5 per minute phone number and ask your questions about your juju. In turn, they will ask you a few very personal questions because they need to understand a little more about you. And these would be questions like, what's your favorite color? On a scale of 1 to 10, how would you rate your plumbing ability? Have you ever killed anyone? Can you drive a car with a manual transmission? After getting the answers to those questions, plus hearing the sound of your voice, they'll be able to answer any juju-related questions you might have. So call our friends at Juju Verdict today and use promo code MCU Rewind. I don't know if you'll get anything. They just told us to tell you to use that code. <laughs> just use it. Yeah. Apparently, I didn't finish writing this uh, ad- every. You know what they want? They want to do is they want you to say MCU Rewind sent them, and then they'll ha- that'll be like take up part of the first minute. Yeah, there you go. That's already answering one question. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also, Tony, I want to congratulate you on two weeks in a row of having the answer that goes exactly with the script. Because I always just read the script. I never yeah. care about what you actually say for the answer. I, I on a roll. Thanks for jinxing it. Next yeah. week, not not so much. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. All right. <laughs> All right. Um. So now on to powers, abilities, and landings. Their abilities. He's got increased metabolism and improved thermal homeostasis. Her thing is neuroelectric interfacing, telekinesis, mental manipulation. He's fast and she's weird. That thing does not obey the laws of physics at all. All right. <laughs> um, so we already talked about Punisher's warning shot. Yeah, he didn't want the Punisher dead. Or he didn't want Daredevil dead. So he right. shot him enough to uh, concuss him. Give him brain damage, but not kill him. So I guess that's better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, in in uh, the Punisher's eyes, you know, he he was not sure yet if Daredevil was evil or bad guy deserving of punishment. So, uh-huh. or he actually knows of the Daredevil. I, I'm not actually sure. Like maybe he knows that he does good stuff, like taking down Fisk. Yeah, I I feel like. I don't know if it's next week or the week after, but coming up, we'll get some more insight on what he knows about Daredevil. Okay. I don't Actually, I'm pretty that, sure it's okay. next episode. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll come back. We'll, we'll loop back around that next week or the week after. Yeah, all right. Sounds good. <laughs> um, did you notice his use of an underused sense? Oh, yeah, that's right. Because he was actually, like, touching stuff. Yeah, well, yeah, and he was using his smell, the sense of smell, to follow the blood. That's right. So he he did he touch the blood or or no? I'm trying to remember. I, I he think smelled he smelled the blood. He sm- what? This is what I think is. I think he sm- smelled it and then touched it, the wet thing to make sure that's what he was smelling, and then followed that trail oh, up okay. until it was washed away. Okay, that makes sense. So he he got his bloodhound senses going mm-hmm. to go find. 
the the dog. I don't know if that dog is a a bloodhound. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. I don't think he's a bloodhound, but he is like a bloodhound. <laughs> I did okay. write that actually. That the same thing <laughs> that he he, he uses his bloodhound powers. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. I. Uh. I. I did. So I noticed that, and I kept thinking, and it's it's. So I don't remember if in this show they they actually say his other powers are better and enhanced because all i remember is like two weeks before we started season one of daredevil we did the daredevil movie with ben affleck and mm-hmm. they did go very much into saying that all the other senses so every time i think about it all i can remember is ben affleck i f- i think when matt in this was describing to claire how his powers work he did bring up smell and touch and stuff like that and taste okay all right that works for me then yeah i'm pretty sure like 87 percent sure anyway and then i have one more note about his superpowers so do you want to bring anything else up before i wrap that up no uh i mean i've kind of said everything i had about this and the the uh, you know the stuff about losing his hearing earlier i originally had here but uh, yeah yeah um he also has the power of super trigonometry because of the way he can use his baton bouncing off the gun then bouncing off the wall then bouncing back to his hand much like captain america shield <laughs> except uh he has to actually like do the math on that cap what that's i don't what, know if that's... he has to I I don't think he does. I think the shield, the shield is just magic. As Spider Man says, it doesn't obey the law of physics at all. <laughs> yeah, pr- pretty much. Um, yeah. I mean, it would have been really cool if we found out that you know that had one of the the Infinity Stones in it, but nope. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 gray one of gravity. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Maybe one of the Mandarin's rings. Yeah. God, I hope yeah. when in in Shang Chi that the rings all have powers. Because that's the cool part about the Mandarin. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Also, I want to see um. Uh, Trevor back. Ah, <laughs> oh, God, I well, hope so. Ben Kingsley, yeah, yeah. back in that mm-hmm. movie. So, like somewhere, like yeah, they're they're going through and they're just seeing people in like a prison or something, and he's one of them in there. Oh yeah, because he's he was captured in the one shot, right? Yeah, exactly. They they got they got him out of there. So yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I'm ready to move on. If you are, yes, sir. Let's do it. To to our grab bag, random stuff. Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself twelve percent credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, oh. I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 months older than you. Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? Uh, do you have anything for this section? So I... I'm still getting used to this, and mm-hmm. I put all of my um, my uh, uh, guy in the chair stuff in here, uh. and I already talked about all that. So, nope, 
I don't have. All right, <laughs> I've got one thing. All right, uh, we couldn't really see it in the previous episode, even though he was wearing the suit. But the suit, not very red at all. Now that we see it in the daytime, <laughs> really, I thought it was pretty red. It was. It has some red accents, but it was mostly black. Oh, okay. All right. Was, I probably just looked at the accents. All right. Yeah. I was actually quite disappointed. That's why I hope they bring um, Charlie Cox, this Daredevil, and this whole cast back into the MCU, but with a real Daredevil suit. Like, bright red. <laughs> really cool. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah. But no, that's the only thing I had for the graphic. Okay. Uh, I almost corrected you um, when you said Charlie Cox. Uh but I was thinking of someone else. I was like, oh, never mind. I almost said Charlie Day, who's a very different actor. No. Yeah. He's a great actor. I wouldn't mind seeing him in the MCU. He's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Totally. Uh, I feel like he'd uh, be good in Ant-Man. Ant-Man's more his tone. <laughs> oh, yeah. He would be perfect for that. Yeah. Uh, possibly Guardians of the Galaxy. You could see him in that. Yeah. I feel like Guardians... Has I mean not that they don't need more characters, but they have a lot of characters already, especially with like the old Ravagers we saw at the end of Guardians Two, which I hope have a role like Sylvester Stallone in them. Yeah, that's true. They like really started setting things up. Yeah, at that. So. Yeah, uh, maybe Thor: Love and Thunder, uh, just because the you know Ragnarok was like went into the comedy kind of realm. So well, I'm, I'm maybe uh, I'm thinking WandaVision. Because it's supposed oh. to be like sitcom-y. Oh, I didn't know that was going to be kind of sitcom. All right. Oh, yeah. Guys, this is the day after the Super Bowl um, mm-hmm. we're listening to. I'm assuming Al hasn't seen the new trailer that dropped on the Super Bowl. Uh, so I didn't know about it until this morning, and I did yeah. watch it. Oh. But, like, it... What, wait, was there, like, an actual trailer for the show? No, or was the, it the, the trailer 30 seconds, for the three? The 30-second spot for the three. Oh, okay, yeah, that okay. So I did, I did watch it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's supposed to be like different sitcoms. That's why it's like WandaVision, like Wanda Television. Oh, that's what you mean by sitcom, like yeah. kind of the, the that stuff. Okay. Yeah, but different styles through the decades. It looks like I've been watching a lot of like you know Easter egg analysis. People. <laughs> gotcha. I usually yeah. skip that and I'll just watch the trailer ten times. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's part of my process when you think of that. Anyway, we're going on tangents. So I feel like it's time to to rate the episode. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh. What? All right, sounds good, Tony. How are we rating this? Um, that's this is hard. So I'm going to rate it in how many um cracks in Daredevil's helmet are you going to give this? <laughs> His cowl. Okay. Um, I mean, probably more is good. A number, yes, more is good. Like... It's positive. Okay. All right. So so. More weaknesses for the main character is a better thing in this instance. All right, just making sure we're on the same page. Um, uh, I I don't know. I mean, just like last week, this episode really hasn't like grabbed me. We didn't have a lot of notes kind of stuff. Um, it's starting to actually get to stuff. At least this one ended on kind of a cliffhanger. So, uh, 
I again with me not remembering much of the first half of the season, so I'm like hoping that it leads to more. Um, but I'm going with a three again, just like last week. Yeah, I'm 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 going to give my same scores last week as three point five. I mean, I like that scene of uh the Punisher punishing someone who deserves it. I did, we talked about that for a while, um, but it kind of ended the same way. With the Punisher defeating Daredevil, but this time he took Daredevil with him. So I feel like we're in the same spot almost. Yeah, exactly. Like, not much has been learned by any of the main characters, I guess, right? Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah. Again, yeah. it's the problem with these, you hear all the time, with these 13-episode Netflix series. Oh, it's good. This is much. a 13-episode season. Okay. I was yes. thinking 10. I know you were. Because you were always <laughs> thinking it's 10. One of these yeah. days, months, years, you will be right. There is one 10 episode. Fingers crossed. I'm sure yeah. it's a good one. Oh, yeah. And it's not the worst. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, then, in that case, um, I guess we're good to close it out, unless you had anything else, Tony? No, I'm good. All right. Well, then, in that case, everyone, um, join us next week. We'll keep talking about Daredevil. So we'll be on episode three, New York's Finest. Uh, until then, uh, if you could please do the things we said at the beginning of the episode, you know, follow us on Twitter. We're at MCU underscore rewind. Give us a rating on your podcast app. Uh, subscribe to get, you know, maybe auto download those episodes in your podcast app or convince your friends to do the same thing. Um, but uh, yeah, so other than that, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind signing off. Have a marvelous day. Don't raise a